Hi, welcome to the Drive by Brian podcast. Let me your ears and listen to me and my guests as we drive around uncovering their personal stories. The saying goes, everyone and everything around is your teacher. So join me on this ride and let's see where it leads us. Let's go. So, welcome to Drive by Brian and... Uh, I'm not driving. Why is that, Elizabeth? Because <laughs> I get car sick. <laughs> I don't Who want to be in this day and age actually gets car sick? I get car sick. I'm not, I don't mm. want to drive around. It's like New Year's Day. I want to be at home relaxing. I don't want to be driving around. So you heard it, people. We're not driving anywhere. This, is, uh, <laughs> this episode is not driving at all. Actually, I'm relaxing in my sister's flat. I'm in Catford. And I haven't probably seen you in, how long would you say? When was the last time I saw you? Oh my gosh. I don't know actually, was it? No, it was um, summer when we went to Legoland, wasn't it? No, 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 we went to a wedding. Oh, recently. the wedding, the wedding, yeah. the wedding, yeah. It was the wedding. Yeah, a good friend that of mine was, uh, um, just recently got married. And he happened to know myself and my sister and a couple of cousins. And you were invited. And how did you find the wedding? Was it good for you? Yeah, it was really good. It was nice. Like, um, but it was nice being there because I got to see everyone, literally. Because obviously I used to live in Slough and I moved out of Slough. Yeah. So coming back, it was literally seeing everyone that I haven't seen in years. And yeah, it was good. It was like a reunion, really. Because like, most people, I hadn't seen them in like, I'm a good over 10 years. more. Wow. Yeah, since college. Like that long ago yeah it's been exciting for you uh, it was good but everyone like still looked the same and yeah it was just it was different but it was good it was a good feeling nice to to catch up and yeah yeah it was good it was good to see everyone like just conversations with everyone just catching up see where everyone is in life um what they're doing with themselves um you know how is things changed for everyone it was it was good Oh, it's exciting. Good. I was going to say, I was meant to actually bring you a gift. You know we don't do gifts at all. We, when was the last time you bought me a Christmas present? I could actually tell you last time I bought you what? a Christmas present was when I bought you, Lorraine, and... You didn't <laughs> buy that present. <laughs> that I was... didn't buy that present, no, actually. No, that was, that was um, a free gift for him from work which he gave us all the same thing it was perfume i think it was like cost perfume yeah for every i used single the work one of... vouchers actually to get you that yeah perfume. exactly so you didn't really buy it it was but like that was yeah the it was last a free gift, gift that i gave you no but i don't think we need to do gifts because like if you think about it we we meet literally every year like how we do how we did now every christmas day we go to my aunt's house and that's when we see each other and it doesn't feel like it's one day in a year it's literally the same like it doesn't it feel like doesn't it doesn't feel like we've spent like how many days away from yeah each other. it just feels the same literally it just feels like we've seen each other yesterday yeah and i haven't a- seen the family i haven't spent christmas with you guys for two years now obviously i've spent it with gosha and her family yeah and but it was really I, good this and year. You, you said this christmas was oh a my good God. One this yeah year. it was the best christmas i think it was Why just i don't know it was like i think it's like every year you see each other and like, you know, obviously everyone has got their own things going and they've got different like um, things that they're tackling within their life. And I think, I don't know, for some reason this year, everyone was just kind of relaxed and we all just wanted to have a good time. Yeah. And 
yeah literally i told myself this year you know i'm just gonna have a good time i'm just gonna go for it i'm not gonna be intense and i think because last year i was going through some things and i was just like you know i'm not in a good space yeah but yeah this year it was really good and like even my little cousin he was like liz this is the best christmas we've had in ages yeah and because normally like i'm i'm like the bubbly one who's always like you know brings the party and and I think I kind of like I set the tone, I set the mood for the. Just got everyone yeah, relaxed yeah. into it. I mean, and it's like it's like obviously me and Daphne are like you yeah. know, the the party stars. Yeah, the bubbly say, the bubbly ones in the family that kind of gets everyone going. And then like obviously she was in a good mood, I was in a good mood. So it was just yeah, it was really good. Everyone had a good time. Do you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking yeah. when we had Christmas back in Zimbabwe how different it is to Christmas over here with the family because back in Zimbabwe as I remember when we were younger and when when did we leave in 90 yeah so we were kids when we celebrated Christmas back then and it's completely different how we celebrate Christmas in the UK because I remember the food it was all about the food and getting together we didn't really but I want think it- or get presents in that sense no, but this is exactly why I say that. I think this is like for us. That's why we don't give each other presents. Yeah. Because it's like, like you said in Africa, it's not really about giving each other presents. It's about family coming together, celebrating, and just like you know, like and then for them, it's like when you're kids, you get like new clothes and yeah. like you dress, you get all dressed up. You get to see all your cousins that you haven't seen in ages. And I think it's, just, I think it's just like a different social element to here. And it's like, it's it's like more appreciated. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a completely different vibe. It's more, um, I don't know. There's just something different about it. And like you said, as a kid, it's just like all about getting dressed up, seeing all your cousins. Yeah. Well, and, and, you could say that, but um, I know for Christmas for Amelia, it was about the gifts. It, uh, I don't know. Actually, having the whole family there for her was good but it is material now yeah but i think yeah but i think it's like obviously like when you're in africa it's not really it's more like you're more appreciate the presence of people than you do the gifts yeah yeah i agree yeah yeah it's more like that and it's it's yeah because and at the end of the day if you don't really get presents you don't really you don't miss or you don't crave what you've never had before if you don't get presents yeah but I, I think it's much better. It's, it's more enjoyable because, like I said, it's all about just coming together. It's not about presence. It's not about anything. It's just the presence of everyone being around and just being merry, being jolly, having good food. Yeah. And then, like, like it's the same thing that like I was saying now. Like, we're watching that. Like, everyone is going to Africa for Christmas. Like, you know, like, they're doing the whole return to Ghana kind of concert yeah, yeah, thing. And then, like, yeah, you, get, you keep seeing people going back to Africa and, like, the whole Christmas vibe is completely different. Even, like... um. My cousin's boyfriend, he's gone home for Christmas. Yeah. And he says it's a completely different vibe than it is to here. Whereas it's like, I think more in Africa, it's more a community vibe than it is just like individual homes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a part of something. Yeah, exactly. Like, so literally the whole community kind of comes together, not just individual people. But yeah. I mean, I don't know for me, because it was such a long time ago being in Africa. It's. Do you think it's something that you might want to explore like you're saying if everybody's going back to africa you know kind of get in touch with their roots uh when i say africa i don't necessarily mean you have to go back to zimbabwe 
you I don't know you like you love South Africa for some reason and no but that's you feel the, more connected with South Africa don't you no but the thing is like do you know what? it's so weird that you say that it's like for me I think for you it, I don't know but for me I've always kind of been in touch with my African side I haven't really lost that side of things like now even now I'm like more in tune with like my South African music yeah. and like, I like going there and I think there's like this stigma people always think like Africa is a certain way it's yeah. not really like I know obviously that like, the way they portray on, on on TV and they say oh you know you've got like I'm not saying that there's no poverty there's no bad things going on whatever but it's a completely I feel like for me honestly if someone was to say to me move to Africa now I would okay. I would actually move because I just feel I don't know I just feel like in terms of like lifestyle I feel like you actually live life like the day it, it's like you can feel like the whole day has gone by yeah. and you actually you know you feel like you've done something with your day whereas here i feel like everything is so rushed it's like on the go completely everything is just rush 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 you, rush, you, rush rush i guess you, yeah. you feel like you don't feel like you're living anymore because it's like just so routine you forget to just have a sit down and just appreciate yeah, yeah and yeah. just like live life and just you know like, you know, you wake up in the morning, literally, you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be late for work. Yeah. And you get to work, you're thinking, oh, I need to get home. I need to do this. It's like you're always constantly thinking ahead. You're not living in the moment. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's, it's different for everyone. Everyone obviously lives different lifestyle. Maybe some people live a lifestyle where they kind of like have that kind of lifestyle. But for me, I feel like it'd be a whole i would it's, it's an experience that i would love to go and do again i wouldn't mind actually going back to live there yeah i feel like as you got older maybe well my perception has completely changed because uh we came to this country in yeah but 90, you you yeah young. 96 yeah so i guess i've got you know engaged with the british culture sort of thing yeah exactly you feel like okay this is our home in the sense but Going back to Africa, maybe I'll sense something different. And as I get older, I think I want to experience that too. No, I think you should definitely go. Because it's like, do you know what? I think it's, 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 it's one of those things that you have to go and experience. And trust me, I don't know. I feel like if you go, you'll be like, oh my God, what have I been doing all my life? Like, you, you, will, you will feel, it's just, it's just a different feeling being there. It's just a completely different feeling. And I know there's like this stigma of like, oh... Africa is a certain way. It's it's not. It's it's you, you can live there, have a good lifestyle, and you know I'm not saying yeah there isn't poverty. Of course there is. Yeah. But I I think I'd appreciate life more in Africa than I would here. I was gonna say the the only reason we actually ended up in the UK was because of Mum. She yeah. wanted to provide well, a, a better life for us, I suppose, when she brought us here. Um, what do you think about that? But I think, do you know, I think that's the same for everyone who's migrated to this country, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, everyone obviously comes to England, like, hoping for a better life. They're going to work. They're going to save up. They're going to, you know, have this amazing lifestyle. And I think it's kind of like when people, people that are in England kind of sell a, a false dream to people in Africa feel... Well, I wouldn't say they sold his full story. No, I, I think it's, they it's do. It's like anybody who's not from the Western world uh, could see coming to the West as like 
the dream no but obviously like there's there's more benefits of living here than mm. there are in africa like but you uh, lose some elements of actually yourself even though you're saying we get more benefits in terms of material things yeah jobs housing but at the same time you do kind of lose yourself in that yeah, because but you get so in, in you know so caught up in the world that you're not with family all the time or you're not trying yeah so that's much. what i'm saying it's all like about you the lifestyle is literally just work 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 unless if you think to yourself do you know what unless if you think to yourself this is not how i want to live like yeah. for me personally i've 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 kind of I've, I've kind of set myself this mindset of a lifestyle that i want to live or a life that i want to live yeah and it's like yeah, obviously, mum came, she was working. Actually, I think for mum as well, she, she kind of set the tone of how I want to be. Like, if you think about your mum, she came here, she worked, um, literally started from the bottom, worked her way up, got her degree, got her yeah. PhD. In, she was like, quite young, actually. Yeah, she was quite yeah. young when she came here. But obviously, I think I've got that kind of go-getter kind of mentality where I'm, I'm the same, I'm... I'm I'm motivated. I want to challenge myself. I want to do. You can do it if you if you've got that kind of mentality that you want to be something. You want to be someone, yeah. and I think you can set the tone of how you want to live your life. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. stopping you. Because like, if you think about it, like with mum, she travelled everywhere. Yeah. She, you know, and like I think for me, that the way we grew up is the kind of like lifestyle. For okay, do you know what? This this is how I want to live, and this is what I want, and it's not impossible. You can do it. Like for me, like right now, obviously my situation was kind of different. Whereas obviously I had just been at a young age and, but I still live the life that I wanted to live. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, talking about mum actually saying, we obviously lost her when I was 18. 18 so you yeah. were 21. Yeah, it was no. It was it was on the morning of my twenty first birthday, and yeah. it was two. No, your yeah, it was two days after your eighteenth birthday. Yeah, um, we've never spoken about that at all as siblings. Look how many years this, this was. So many years ago, but we've never actually sat down and spoke about it until now. Now I present it to you and just saying, what did you feel you lost? I think when she passed away, because everyone just grieved. Yeah, and then. It wasn't spoken of. I mean, this conversation never happened. But for me, I think like when she passed away, it was because obviously when we were younger, we didn't live with her, and then we lived with it. And um, I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it. It was like because obviously when she passed away, she was helping me out with Justin with my son, mm. and I, I did feel it. I did feel it and then like it was it was such a weird time for everything to happen but I think it was a moment that made me really strong and because obviously like our dad passed away when we were young yeah and then mum passing away it's like you kind of like reach a moment where you're like okay look um I don't have a mum I don't have a dad yeah. I have to it's either sink kind of like either sink or swim kind of situation I, th I thought there was no i couldn't see the sink because what other option what, no but no I, but that's yeah. what i'm saying this is where everyone is different like obviously everyone's got a, cop a different coping mechanism yeah where other people will like you know 
every, some, some people will be like, okay, this is it. My life is over. I can't do anything. It's the end and just give up. Or you can go another way and just say, do you know what? This is it. I need to make it. I need to look after myself. I need to make something of myself because at the end of the day, you don't have anyone. I, I haven't got a mom I can run and cry to and say, or if something goes wrong, I can't say, or, you know, I've got my mom to go to, or I've got my dad to go to. Literally, yeah. if you think about it, you're an orphan. You've got no parents. Yeah. But and I don't know if you've ever looked at it. Like, I always think about it in this sense. Yeah, we've got family. We've got our aunts and uncles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, obviously, I moved out of South. I came, lived in London. Yeah. By myself, just me and my son, like, literally by myself. And... And then, yeah, and I just kind of thought to myself, I wasn't scared, I wasn't anything. Like I said, it made me stronger. It made me, it made me challenge myself. It made me think, okay, do you know what? You've got nobody. You need to kind of stand on your own two feet now. Yeah. And you have to do it. And my angle from that was, being your younger brother, only three years younger, I didn't want to put the burden on you because you had Justin at the same time. And I felt if I didn't, if I lent onto you, and because you, you was always asking me, oh, come live with me. And, you know, you were offering me help. You've always been supportive about it. But for some reason, I guess I stayed back in closer to my friends and just kind of got on with it. And No, but see, that's a good it, thing. It, it is a good thing because it, it did make me stronger. Yeah. But I think that's, see, that's, this is where it comes in, where I think the way we were brought up and like the values and morals that were installed in us. Because like literally, if you think about it, all our lives, like like i said mom worked like the people that we were surrounded by yeah were always like people that were you know independent independent yeah. successful doing things working and it's kind of like it, it, you know whether you whether you don't realize it or not but that kind of it, it kind of in, it's installed in you because you kind of look at people around you and you're like okay do you know mom's doing this she's doing that my aunts are doing that yeah and it's kind of like you it, they, it's, it's got a really big influence on you and for me, I think like I've always been a motivated person. Yeah. I've always been a motivated person. And like I said, for me, I literally at that moment, I looked at my life around me and I was like, okay, do you know what? The life that I was living at that time, obviously I was in a difficult relationship. I was, it, was, it wasn't the life that I wanted to live. And you, when you look at yourself differently. Yeah. And I thought, okay, do you know what? Now my mom's gone. There's no one who can... Uh, there's no one who can help me out on anything like I can't run to anyone if anything goes wrong I have to fix it myself. Yeah, and then I thought yeah, do you know what? This is not my life. I can do so much better And obviously like that's when I went to America because and this is when I started thinking okay Do you know what, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah, and you know, obviously you kind of do your your tick list of the things that you want to do So I was like, okay, do you know what? I I wanted to go to America. I wanted to live the American dream. I wanted to see what it was going to be like. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And you know, you know, obviously, I just literally woke up one day. I was like, Brian, I'm going to America. Yeah, you did. And you went on your own. How long did you spend? Yeah. Two, two weeks out there on your own? No, like, it went for quite a while. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? It's something I did. I went there, I looked for a job. I was offered yeah. a job. And it's something that I, I wanted to do. And I did it. And, and it's quite scary, actually, because uh you could have ended up in america if you got the job can you imagine yeah 
and I don't know how it works, you get a green card or whatever. Yeah. And you literally, I, that would have been the distance for us now. I would have to be getting see, flights to come and see you rather than driving across But the see, M25. this is the thing though, but this is the thing, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's your mindset, it's the mindset that you have. You could, be, you could be either that person who sits and says, oh, do you know, I can't do it, I can't do it. But like I said, for me, I've always been that person. I want to go out there, I want to explore, I want to see, I want to achieve things. I, wanna, I don't know, I've always been like that. I'm not the kind of person who sits around. And for me, it was like, okay, I'm in a small town. This is not my life and I need to do something. So, yeah, yeah I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm going. Okay, you, you touched based on... Um relationships and the only re- significant relationship i know of obviously with a partner is justin's father yeah um did that shape the way you view relationships till this day i mean uh, do you know when I, you go dates or you see someone it did it did in a in a really big way for me because obviously when i met him i was 16 he was my first boyfriend I went to a girl's school. I'd never heard a boy. He'd like, literally, he was my first everything. Yeah. And then, like, for me, and then, obviously, I had Justin at 18. Yeah. And so I was a young teenage mother. And for me, obviously, I didn't go in the relationship with the intention of, like, oh, do you know what? Um, We're going to break up or this is not. It was a serious relationship. We were together for, like, five years. Yeah. We lived together. You know, we had a child together. So it was... It was a really serious relationship. It wasn't something small. And like together, we were together for such a long time, but I think you you grow into different people. And I think his mentality and my mentality were completely different. And for me, obviously, as soon as I had my son, yeah, I went back to college to finish my education, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, cause like, I was like, this is not my life. I'm not the type of person to sit at home and just run around. But the relationship was, it was a toxic relationship. It was, you know, obviously there was domestic violence, uh, physical abuse, mental abuse. And it, yeah, I remember it, actually, was I, was I 14? Yeah, because you remember you've had, there 14, were times. 15, or oh, 16, yeah. sorry, actually. Yeah. And I remember you ringing the house phone. Yeah. And you were crying. This is such a vivid memory for me. And you were crying. And I remember I got on my bike and I think, you were, well, I don't know, about half an hour away, and I rode my bike to come see you, and that's the, and I thought, this is bad, this is, I've never experienced anything like that, because the relationships, our mum exactly, involved, but that's, never showed any sort of light like that. Yeah, but she that's was the thing. the, the stronger part yeah. of the relationship, so I've never But that's really what I'm saying, mum's like always been like an independent person, she's always, you know, she's educated, she's already carried herself in a certain way, and for me, this is what I said to you, it was like a whole, it was alien to me, like being in an environment like that. Because, okay. because I was, I've never been brought up in an, envir- in an environment where there's that kind of thing, you know, where people communicate in such a way or people behave in such a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was so different for me. And that's when I looked at my life and I was like, okay, do you know what? I don't belong here. This is not me. And this is not the type of person I'm supposed to be. Obviously, when you're young, you don't know, like, like I said, he was my first boyfriend. I've never been with anyone before. But like I said, his lifestyle and the lifestyle that I grew up in and the lifestyle that I came up from was completely different. 
it was like you know i'm not judging anyone or i'm not stigmatizing anyone but yeah. you know it was like a rough <laughs> lifestyle the way you communicate with people the way you react to situations it was just so different to how i was brought up in the people that i've been around do you know what i mean yeah I could, I could like even <clears throat> you know like even our family like we don't have things like that yeah i don't ever remember yeah I've, I've chaos exactly we yeah. don't have chaos we don't have such things and so for me it was so different and then that's what i said like when mom died that's when i said then i was like do you know what this is not my life this is not how i'm supposed to live because like i said obviously like when things like that i, I used to go home and i'd have bruises mm. like from when he's hit me and Mum used to cry and I remember the last day I left, literally the last day I left, this is before mum passed away. Like literally, it was like where to call the police because he was just going off on one. Mm, and that's had a lot of anger. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone's all fighting their own demons or whatever. So I was like, do you know what? This is not my life. I can't live a life like this. Mm. And like for my son as well, like I didn't want Justin to grow up in an environment like that. No, because you can see he's uh, he's calm and yeah, you know. like Justin, he's he's quiet, he's calm, very intelligent boy. He's I think he's like me, you know, he's very inquisitive about life. He wants to explore things and like you know, I take him like when I go traveling to different countries, I take him to different places, and he's 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 do you know what I mean? He's a different person to that lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, you've raised him. Well, he's going to be a man soon. Look, yeah. he's taller than me, to be honest, and. Uh, as he's reaching adulthood, um, what do you want from him? Do you know um, what? What do you want for him? As in, what, what's your vision for Justin? What uh, what's, you, oh, as a mother, as a you, mother, you as want a parent. Yeah, I want. Do you know what? I want him to live a good life. Yeah. I want him to be happy. I want him to experience different things. I want him to see different places, different countries. I want him to meet different people. I want him to like, you know, just see how life is like. Literally, I want him to. I don't want him to be confined in one space. I want him to to see how much big the world is. Yeah. And I want him to open his mind. And I want him. You know, he's a very intelligent boy. Very intelligent. Like obviously, like like I said, I'm so proud of him. He's done well. You know, he's doing business studies, A level, he's gonna be going off to uni. Yeah. And like that's something I've always tried to install in him. Like, you know, you have to work hard and if you wanna live a certain life, you there's things, steps and measures that you have to take in order to do that. Yeah. You know? And that's the kind of life I want him to live. I and I know people always say for us we you know, we lived a sheltered life and but I don't think that's a bad thing that's not a bad thing because there's certain things in this world that you don't need to see. There's certain things that you don't need to experience. Yeah, to be exposed. Yeah, to you don't yeah. need to be exposed to that because honestly, the way I look at it, you you have to look at something and think to yourself, okay, one, what do I benefit from this? Does it add value to my life? Yeah, yeah. that's a big one. Yeah, so you have to look at situations and say, and you know me, I don't like stress. <laughs> no, 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 not at all actually. <laughs> you know, I do not like stress. So that, that's how I live my life. I, ve- I evaluate situations. Okay, I put myself in that situation. Is it necessary for me to be there? Do I have to be in that place? Yeah. Like, like I said, what do I gain from being there? Is it adding value to my life? The people that I'm surrounded by, are they, you know, are they adding anything that I can learn from? Are they challenging me in a good, 
in a good way yeah like so i try and uh, that's what i want for him i want him to surround himself with people like that so i try and do the same thing i like adapt that same mentality to myself as well and i think that's why i've kind of ended up where i am now okay because i've met so many different people that have influenced me in such an amazing way and that have kind of led me to end up to where i am now right and those are like when i look at my life from when i was like 16 or like from when I was 18 to when I look at my life now it's like it's a whole different world like it's completely different mm. yeah so it's like and that's a good thing that's a good thing like now the people that I'm surrounded by they keep challenging me influencing me and pushing, m- you, and yeah. pushing me motivating me to do you know to go even bigger like I've got a friend who and you know the funny thing is like the people that I meet, like I've got a friend that I met and I've never met anyone like that who challenges me in such a way. And like, do you know when you're, be, when you're around people that you... Yeah, you I mean, were, I could say that about my friend, well, our family friend, Kevin. Yeah. Um, he could easily just, you know, call me up and just have a laugh with me. But yeah, at the same time, he pushes me yeah, you to, can have, to think twice about decisions I'm making because we're talking about money like for example now he's obviously he's living in australia with his partner and he messaged me about swimming for example yeah and he was like brian you need to learn to swim (laughs) you need to take amelia to the pool yeah little things like that um that i don't think no certain people would even care if i i should learn to swim or not no but see that's it's just little things even if you're swimming career yeah everything but that's the thing you need people like that around you but like this is what i'm saying everyone is different everyone's got a different mindset yeah i'm not here to preach and say people should live a life this a certain way or they should do this do not do what suits you and do what makes you happy yeah but like i said for me i like to surround myself with like-minded people you know like obviously you know when they say birds of a feather flock together so i like to be around the kind of people that obviously see things the way i see people who enjoy you know people that are compatible to me yeah people enjoy the same things that i do and i also said like yeah like my friend like when i met him he was like and then like he, he kind of like put my mind to it like kind of like the next level yeah he's like to me like you know someone who asks your potential yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like you know someone who challenges you in a way and you're like what the hell i've never met anyone who does and that's a good thing and you want to be around a place of love i think because if somebody cares that you should elevate yourself and if they're pushing you in you know getting out of your comfort zone yeah that's that's huge because in the the day they're actually adding value to your life exactly you are not so content in just you know, in your own little bubble and not pushing yeah. outside. No, but it's just the way that someone challenges you, you know? Like, obviously, you've got all this stuff, all these things within you, but I think that kind of, like, it build, it, it kind of builds your confidence. Yeah. And then you, like, think to yourself, okay, do you know what? This person is asking... They'll, like, do you know someone will ask you certain questions? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they'll be like, um, for example, I said, I want to buy a house. He's yeah. like, okay, how are you going to do that? Okay. Like, obviously, you know, some people you speak to them and they're like, okay. And then I was like, huh? It didn't, it didn't just did, take your words yeah, for... A, no, but it's just the way he's like, okay, how are you going to do that? And I was like, well, I don't know, save up or whatever. He was like, okay, so what have you done to do that? Mm. Like, so far, what have you done? 
and it's like do you know this is like someone asking you it's like challenging it's almost like what do you mean what have i done and it's like I've, yeah no, it's true actually i, I think he's, he's putting you too accountable for your words you yeah you can't just say something and but i like people like yeah, that yeah which is good actually you know i like people like that because you ask me like okay okay you want to do this yeah how? what have you how yeah. how what have you done to what measures have you taken to the, so do you know what that does for me it's kind of like okay he'll ask me questions and then i'll be like okay i'll go and do something yeah to take the measures of where i want to be yeah and I, I get so excited about telling him like oh my god do you know what like do you know when you get it's, yeah, it's, it's you almost the first milestone yeah and you you're, you're so excited that you want to tell someone yeah but yeah. the thing is that i want to tell him because it's like you're the one who's kind of pushing me even though maybe sometimes he doesn't realize he's doing it yeah but and i think it's it's healthy to have people like that around you that's positive yeah, yeah because they, they're like they literally kind of like make you take the steps to where you want to be which is cool. and then like, yeah and then I've, like i said that's what i want for justin i want him to not just like i don't want him just to have like material wealth obviously but i want him to appreciate life i want him to know and i want him to be you know i just want him to a good i want him to be a good person and i want him to be like you know when people say oh you know like when people meet him yeah i want people to be like i want him to leave a good taste in people's mouth i want him to i want people to be like okay do you know what? oh that guy is really nice guy yeah. he's like you know i want him to leave a positive mark on Every and I guess it's your legacy makes. too, because yeah. as a, your son, you're kind of showing the world that, you know, this is my footprint, this is my son, you know, this is someone yeah. I've raised. But I'm glad that he, you know, because like I said, obviously we live in London, yeah. he's a black boy, it yeah. could have gone a completely how different... How do you feel like, about that actually? Because that's something I find so scary, because how many times have I rang you and I was like, Liz... You know, because yeah. you watch the news, you so many you know things happen, and and it's and I was like, oh, you need to move out of London, as if no. it fixes the situation. I know things happen outside of London as well, yeah. but it's so concentrated in London at the moment. But, but I think for us, obviously, like you're like you've come here like around our neighbourhood. It's yeah. a it's it's quiet area, family oriented. It's you know it's a good area. Yeah, like so. And obviously, I can't protect him from, like, outside things, from everything. from everything. And I think, like I said, it's sometimes it's just how you bring up your children. You know, like, for me, for Justin, obviously, like, I took, when he was young, we used to go to church. Like I said, I tried to install those morals and values in him while he was young. Yeah. To make him know right from wrong. And obviously, like, I use other examples. I've got a friend who's in prison. And, like, yeah. just, just to, I just let him know that if you pick a certain path in your life the consequences and how you're going to end up and if you want to live a certain life you know the things that you have to do if you want a good life obviously you have it's it's not going to be easy yeah but you have to take the long kind of like the long road the the right way sometimes you know taking shortcuts is not always going to get you to the best place well it would initially get you you know I don't know that happiness for the moment but there's always consequences yeah exactly and the consequences are but to be honest with you they're probably more likely to be the worst thing that you can ever experience so you might as well just be patient and just take your time doing things you'll get there okay um but yeah do you have any questions for me actually as we draw this to a close do you, is there anything you want to ask me feel free <laughs>
I don't know actually like I don't know I think do you know what it's for you it's you you've kind of like made my life easier as a sister I think it's I, I don't know whether it's a question or more just me letting you know okay that do you know what it's really good like obviously like I said you could have it could have turned out a different way we've got no parents we you know and I think it's kind of like I'm proud of the way that you you're kind of setting a tone again for Justin as well as an okay. uncle yeah. you've kind of like you know set an example which is that's really, nice to hear because yeah. I, I do give a lot of praise to my circle of friends that I have as yeah. well um, and you for example this is the way I've shaped out is to do with I've always I guess like I said I'm, I'm a conversator I talk to people I've, yeah. I've hung around all types of people but never really got sucked into certain behaviours. Like, I don't know if you can have... Exactly. I can have friends that smoke weed. Yeah. You know, done this, done that. But I don't have to do those things. I, I have the freedom to choose what exactly. I want to do. So they probably see me as more of the person rather than someone to try and make to, to do things. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm proud of you because you're not a follower. You kind of do your own thing. Yeah. And you're not scared of taking risks. You're not scared of like being that guy who's like, okay, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm no, going to do I my think own even, thing. Even you know? doing this podcast thing, I, I stick out my head a lot of just outside the norm. For example, you know, I don't, I've never played football. I'm not really into video games. Yeah, but you don't but have to my, follow the crowd. Yeah, I, I don't follow the crowd. Yeah. But my thing is always, I think, creating things. I'm, I'm creative. Um, even trying to start. How many businesses have you heard me? Oh, Liz, I'm starting this. No, but that's and the thank good you, thing. Because every time I've rang you, I said, Liz, I want to do this. I want to do this. And you've always actually supported me. The only one person who's gave me that positive uh, feedback and never said, oh, stop being silly. Yeah, but that's, that, that's, that's my and motto it's in life. And led me to today doing something that I want to do. But that's my motto in life. You can't, don't limit yourself because you do not, even if you try and you don't succeed, at least you've tried. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even if you try, do do you know all those successful people, do you think they literally came up with one idea and then that was it? No, you try different things. You, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a risk taker. Like literally, I'm like you, I don't follow the crowd. literally i live in my own bubble i do my own thing i don't if you're to ask me right now what's this person doing or what's that person doing honestly i couldn't tell you yeah because i'm so caught up in my own life and i'm so caught up in what i want to achieve and what i want to do with myself that i'm not even paying attention to what such and such is doing because i've got my own goal to achieve do you know what i mean what what's that's my final question actually was what is your goal? What's your dream? Like, this is a question that I try to ask everyone that I have on this show. What's is, my dream? What's your dream and what's driving you towards that dream or what's holding you back? What do you want for yourself? Do you know, I, I don't... Um, what's my dream? At first, I thought, like, okay, like now, in terms of, like, career-wise, job-wise, I've got a good job, I get, you know, I get good pay... Um, I've got the freedom to do the things that I want to do. If I want to travel, I can travel. I can go anywhere I want to go. Yeah. I can, you know, I pay my own bills. I'm raising my son by myself. Like, so in terms of goals of things that I want to achieve, I think just to 
probably just carry on that kind of um like obviously now that justin is older i've got more freedom to do things yeah whereas obviously he's going off to uni he's going to live his own life and i think for me it's just um like i said just be surrounded by i think more it's more now rather than the pursuit of having you know of like financial goals it's more the pursuit of like you know being happy being in a good environment being in a healthy state of mind i agree that um, is and i can see that within even when we have conversations on telephone um i can see it's not material for you anymore yeah and i think you're really finding yourself and it's nice because i'm kind of growing with you in that sense yeah because we can have good conversations about it um, yeah over the phone or any other time i do but i think so. for me yeah like i said obviously some people be like oh i want to have more money or whatever i think for me like i said obviously it's nice it's comfortable it's nice to have money yeah but like i said i think for me the goal is just to be around good people and be in a healthy state of mind and just have you know just good social circles and literally just my goal is to enjoy life and appreciate everything it has to offer that rounds it off nicely thank you so much for having this conversation with me it was nice to come see you after how long anyway and um Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back again with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.